Welcome to the Diversity and Fellowship Podcast, where we discuss how the gospel brings us together and keeps us together. We are your hosts, Kenny King. And I'm William Marshall, and we want to encourage Christians to think through how our lives and our churches can be a faithful display of how the power of the gospel unites us in Christ. Thanks for tuning in. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the latest episode of the Diversity and Fellowship podcast. Uh, Today, we are going to be talking about um, confrontations that happen over accusations, whether they are true or false accusations. Um, These usually lead to confrontations, especially when you have two individuals who are of different ethnicities. Right. Um, There have been some recent incidents of this in the the news lately. There was one in uh, New York City. Um, recently where um, a, a black man and his son were staying in a hotel and then a um, a white lady comes and accuses the son of stealing her iPhone. And so that became a, a big um, confrontation that was caught on, on video mm-hmm. and um, police Everything. are investigating Everything it. is caught on video right. today. Right? Yeah. Um, she made the accusation. Uh, it became a confrontation. Then she found her cell phone. Um, from in the uber so but it it, i mean when when those things happen it becomes a big blow up right yes um there was an incident earlier um in 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 2020 right around the time that the george floyd incident happened Mm -hmm. where um a, a, a white lady amy cooper she she um threatened to call the police on a on a black man because he he said that she she needed to put her dog on a leash, which was the park rules. Mm. But she, her response to that was, I'm going to call the police officers on you and tell them that a black man is harassing me. So he, he confronts her over not actually obeying the law yes. concerning dogs on a leash. Right. And she responds with, I'm going to call the police on you because you're a black man and you're threatening me. Right. Right. Yes. yes. Good. And, um, yeah. That yeah is... that, and so that that was caught on video as well. Mm. And um, there was a lot of consequences for her, you know, with cancel culture. Right. Uh, she got yes. canceled pretty hard, yes. um, losing her job and, and losing her dog, actually, and, and just different things like that. Um, right. So that, that didn't turn out well for her. I mean, there's other incidents that have turned out way more tragic than even that. Right. I mean, you have um, the Trayvon Martin um, situation where uh, George Zimmerman thought he was a threat in his yeah. neighborhood, and so he calls the police, and the police um, uh, communications officer says, don't follow him down the street. Right. Leave him alone. Uh, leave him alone. What, what, what exactly is he doing? And, but George Zimmerman, he decides to take matters in his own hands, and he goes and follows him, believing right. that Trayvon Martin is doing something illegal, Right. But he wasn't. And so that that accusation led, led to a confrontation that ended up being deadly. Yeah. Had one last year, you know, with Ahmaud Arbery, where right. you have the, the, the father and son and, and their friend who, who think he's, you know, robbing. Right. They're the responsible. That he's, mm-hmm. Right. Assume that he is the one uh, that's robbing different houses uh, in their neighborhood. And so they, they go after him with guns. And, you know, that becomes a, a, a violent confrontation to right. where. Ahmad Aubrey ends up dead. One another situation caught on video, right? Yeah. Um, and then and then we have one that's kind of a, a higher profile one that's you know years and years old, but it it kind of underscores what we're talking about and 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 how should we necessarily deal with these situations? So you had um, President Obama mm-hmm. get elected into office, running for office, and then you had our current president Trump 
who who says that he's not born makes the accusation that he wasn't born in the United States. Right. And so there was a while when when Obama didn't um, <laughs> didn't address didn't it respond, at all, right. didn't respond at all to it because he he realized how ridiculous it was. But then the the pressure kept coming, like mm-hmm. Trump kept making making the accusation. And so at, at some point he released his long form birth certificate, right? That that showed that he was indeed born in in the United States. And so you have all these different accusations that have the potential to be um, to to be escalated or yeah. they can be de-escalate and mm-hmm. they they really have the the potential to be um, detrimental to either party right whether it's the one making the accusation or the one who's having mm. the accusation being made against them so so brother William yes um, how would you say that white people the majority culture need to respond to these situations and even how how should they bring up these accusations yeah I, I think First, in response, I think one is just awareness. Yeah. Um, I mean, I told you uh, before that I think not too long ago there was a time when I wouldn't have really understood what you were talking about. Yeah. Right? I mean, like, well, I don't understand what you mean. And uh, and so this this would have seemed kind of a foreign kind of what what are you talking about? You know, and so I think I think white people just need to be aware that. Uh, there are times where, I mean, it's almost like, I mean, this is kind of a silly thing, but it's almost like the the large menacing black man yes. has been, has we, we've kind of, there's almost an assumption of guilt. I mean, none of us would yeah. say that out loud. Right. But then we get in these situations where our phone, we can't find our phone or whatever. And I'm not trying to defend because uh-huh. I don't want to do that. But, but you do get in those situations and it's almost just an automatic you know, and so I think, you know, particularly for Christians, what we need to understand is that those those assumptions are, are wrong. We need to be able to identify right. those and see those. And we need to understand again, it's and we've talked about this a lot, but just being able to have empathy with uh with our black brothers and sisters, our, our brothers and sisters of color who are having to face stuff like this a lot. You yes. know, and, 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 and we're we're talking about kind of big situations in the news and things like that. But um, you know, these situations are happening over and over again. And so right. we, we need to be aware of those. We, we need to look out for them. We need to see them happening. Um, I think, you know, uh, another thing, not just be aware, but if we are in a situation and we see something like that happen and, um, you know, there is a way that we can actually stand up and say, hey, whoa, 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 you know, this this accusation has, there's no grounds for this accusation. Like, this is a fault. You know, we as white as as folks in the majority, right? That's a, that's an opportunity for us to use whatever authority we we may have there yes. in that kind of situation to say, no, 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 no. This is uh, this is not fair. This is a false accusation, and um, and so I I think that's really important. Um, I think at times we've kind of said, hey, I'm I'm not going to get involved. I'm going to stay away from that. Right? right. I don't want it. That's not my fight. That's not you know. And so I think we have to be careful. I'm not saying you got to get involved in everything because that's you know that'd be difficult too. But but there are times when you can use your um, uh, some people are uncomfortable with the white privilege <laughs> influence. term influence right. right. You you can use the um, you know the influence that you have for good you know to help people see that hey this was problematic and um, this was a false assumption and a false accusation. Uh, and so we we need to so I think those are a couple of ways. One just be aware and two when we can step in and help, um, you know, to do that. Or maybe, mm-hmm. maybe, and maybe the third one was, you know, just be empathetic, understand that, 
uh, people are facing these types of situations that, you know, I may never have to face because of my skin color. Right. You know, but I mean, the Trayvon Martin thing hits home to me because I'm thinking, you know, what if my son was walking through the neighborhood? Yeah. You know, I mean, that could very well happen to him. Wearing a hoodie. Yeah. I mean, the the, the hoodie became I mean, a symbol well, at, you know, during that time. Unfortunately, we've had to, you know, going back to the where we talked about having the talk, I mean, we don't let Isaiah wear hoodies right. walking around, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, and if we do, we say you have to keep the hood down, which is, t- I mean, that's just a weird yes. thing, but it's just, you know, it's just a reality of those, the assumptions. And Isaiah's going to be a tall, you know, he's going to be a tall dude, so... You know, he's got to be aware of, of what, uh, unfortunately, what uh, how people kind of, those connotations that people have with that. Right. And so uh, I think all of that is, is maybe a way. Uh, a way. Um, I think as far as, you know, the second kind of part of that question was how do we bring up the accusations? Yeah. I think one, and this is really, really clear, and we would do this in all other situations, is let's make sure there's some kind of grounds. Yeah. Right. Uh, particularly for us as Christians, like we don't want to bring up false accusations. And if you don't have clear grounds for it, sometimes it's just better to not make the accusation. Right. You know, yeah. like in a situation of stealing or whatever, you know, like it's better to lose your iPhone than to make some false accusation yes. that you don't have any grounds for, right? right. I mean, that, that's just a silly, you know, whatever. Yeah, this is, this is kind of where the uh, idea of a Karen comes in, yeah, like the, the right. lady who comes in and, and just... Um, Wants to speak to the manager or, or mm-hmm. wants to make yes. sure, you know, <laughs> everything right. is hop- happening properly or yes. Just, yes. just wants to have a confrontation for the sake of confrontation. Was that right. uh, just seems like there was a, there was like a, a barrage of white women who's going up to black people mm-hmm. in in non-threatening situations. Like right. there was a I mm-hmm. think there was a black group that was barbecuing in a park. At, yes. at one point, and she, right. and this lady comes up and is like berating them for that, barbecuing right. in the park right. when they she have permission ha- to do so. Right. She can't handle that, right? Right? No, 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 no. Or you got people swimming in a pool, or yeah. you know, are you supposed to be here? And, and you just yeah. come in a way that is already confrontational, like like right. we're coming in a way yeah. that that is threatening to the people who are actually trying yeah, to yeah. enjoy themselves, and then it escalates mm-hmm. into something else. Whereas you didn't have to bring that accusation because there was nothing right. really threatening or, or criminal going on. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like some things are not worth it. Yeah, right. That's right. Yeah, and I think for us personally, right? I think that's an important. You know, as 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 white people, we need to uh, you just need to you know be careful with that. And and yeah, and that's not really a you need to be careful that when you're dealing with black people, right? Like yes, but I mean you need to be careful with that all the time. Yes, right. I mean like bringing up false accusations like that. That's a that's a that's a real problem, right? So uh-huh. we need to be very careful about throwing around accusations, and I mean those those kinds of things can man be horribly detrimental in the local church. Right, uh, can lead to serious division because people are throwing around false accusations and things like that. And so we we want to make sure that we're not doing that, you know. And um, if 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 we do have grounds, if we you know we want to make sure that that's clear, that we communicate that. Um, and depending on the situation, right, if we need to report that to the police, then that's, right. that's one thing to, you know, that's, that's the route to go. If it's a criminal type thing, if it's a church type thing, you can find somebody to go with you to, you know, try to help if you, if you think you need that. Or, you know, if you follow in Matthew 18, you just go to the brother and say, Hey, look, this is, this is where I'm coming. And so, you know, and there's all kinds of, uh, ways that we could, you know, go down that path. But I, I, I right. think, um, maybe the, maybe the right way to say it is, is to, to be careful with our accusations. Right. Right. Okay, so I'm going to ask you a question. Uh-oh. So l- let's say that there's an, it's obvious that someone is doing something wrong. 
Like, 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 let's say, like, they are obviously not supposed to be in the park barbecuing. Mm. Um, okay. Do you think that there are times when, um, in those situations, we can just overlook the offense mm. without calling the police or uh, having that confrontation? Or do you think you just yeah. need to have the confrontation? Yeah, right. Like, so this is not a false accusation. It's right. actually a, mm-hmm. a, a um, real situation that is right, going right, on. Right, right. But yeah, I mean, I'm a principal guy, so I yeah. struggle with that. Like, uh-huh. I, I'm like, I need to, you know, I feel like I have this. I, I'm like the social. I'm like the justice police. Right. Not social justice police. Sorry. <laughs> not, not that. Right. But like the justice police. Social right? justice warrior. So name? yeah. Right. Yeah. SJW. Just call, <laughs> just label me. Um. But no. Like I. And so when I see something that's unjust. Yeah. Right. I want to. You know. I. I feel like I have this. This responsibility. <laughs> now, what I've learned through the years is that I'm often very, very wrong in that. Right. Because there are just certain situations that I don't have any reason to. I mean, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Uh, the barbecue thing is probably a decent example. Like, if I right. see somebody and they're doing something, you know, they're barbecuing in the park and, you know, the sun's going down or whatever, like, I'm not going to be calling the cops and be like, hey, 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 they're, you know, I, I don't, I just don't think I would do that. You know, yeah. I mean, those aren't, uh, nobody's in danger. You know, those are, you know. Right. Now, again, there are factors where you do have to do that, you yes. know, where there are people who are in danger. There are there are problems and so you right. have to you have to kind of weigh those things out. Mm-hmm. Um but but yeah, let me throw that back to you. What how, I mean, what is our responsibility in those types of situations? Well, looking at it from uh, a a black perspective, um I'm usually thinking how is this going to end up for the people involved? Yeah. And so um, let's say it's a a group of black people in the park who are barbecuing, and I'm I'm in a place where the police has a reputation of of dealing with mm. uh, black people differently than yeah, they yeah. do other people. Mm-hmm. So they may they they may be very well doing something wrong, but is this worse? Is this situation yeah. worth? Um, this possibly escalating to an right. incident where a black person is being um, yeah, yeah. Uh, ex- excessive force against yeah, a, yeah. a group of people beyond um, what is necessary yeah, yeah. to deal with a barbecue yeah. at a park, right? Right. Yeah. So, I mean, that, that's Man, usually that's a hard. factor. I mean, those are, that, those are hard. I mean, that, yeah. that's a hard situation, you know? Yeah. I mean. And then there are absolutely times to where it's like, you, no matter what's going on, mm-hmm. you need to call the police. Yeah, like sure. somebody's uh, doing something to a woman or a child or yeah, yeah. like you need to intervene. Endangering, yeah, yeah, yeah. You need to intervene in those situations, whether it's you physically or or just call the police. Right. Mm-hmm. No yes. matter what you think is going to happen. Right. But there are other times to where um, what's actually going on is not going to be worth the the confrontation that could possibly happen in those situations. Yeah. Right. Let me, let me push on something. We have a, maybe a little bit extra time here, but let me, let me, maybe we don't, but yeah, <laughs> I, I want to ask this question because I, I think it's important for our white listeners. Um, what do you feel as a black man, mm-hmm. right? Who grew up in a fairly small community, but with some pretty ugly racial history. Yes. What is the, 
let me just ask you personally. Uh-huh. What is your view of the police? My view of the police is that, for me, most of them are good. Sure. But for me, I believe that I have, as a black person, a higher um, likelihood of being mistreated by the police. Okay. I, I, I'm still nervous, even mm. even as a police chaplain. Right, I'm still right. nervous. I mean, you got you have good friends. <laughs> right, who are police, very good friends. Yeah, that are the police city. officers yeah, yeah. and uh, love the chief. Love. Sure. I mean, I yeah, love yeah. love the work that they do. But I'm still as a black man nervous. Yeah. When a police vehicle is behind, and I may very well know the person right. in the police vehicle, but I'm still nervous when they're behind me. Yeah. yeah. I'm still nervous in my interactions with them because mm. I, I do feel that they're that I may not be treated the same mm. as a um, white person yeah. in any situation. Yeah. And I know I kind of put you on the spot there, yeah. but I, I do think that's um, just in, in, and I know not everybody's experience is the same. Cause right. some people would say to you, why would, you know, yeah. that's silly. Why would you feel that way? Like I've, right. you know, I mean, um, some um, black uh, folks in this community would say, Kenny, why would you feel that way? Right. right. I mean, that's silly. Yeah, I would give them examples, but... <laughs> well, and that's the thing, right? Yeah, I, it's I like think you have are, to know people's experience. There are, there are other right? people who I've talked to that have told me, you know, pretty terrible experiences, right. you know, yeah. uh, in this community, Yeah, you know, in the past. Right. And so I think I think that's a hard one for white people to kind of understand. Right. You know, and, and even all of the stuff that we've seen in the news with, you know, that's kind of been anti-police and anti, you know, whatever... Like, um, I, I think for, for white people, it's like, what do you, this is silly, you know, yeah. like, why are we, you know? And, and so I think it's good to hear your perspective on that. And right. I think it's good to talk to, you know, talk with other, um, you know, black folks and just say, Hey, what's your experience been? And have you had these problems? Right. And do you, you know, have, do you feel this way maybe sometimes? And, uh, every experience is different, right? So it's yeah. not, it's not going to be the same, but there, but that does explain, I mean, cause I'm, cause what brought that up is, you know, you, you thinking through People having the barbecue, you know, I don't, I don't want to cause some kind of crazy conflict here. Yeah, right. You know, right. So I, I'm. This is not worth mm-hmm. there being some kind of a, you know. And I, I think most white people wouldn't think along those lines. Right. You know, like, I, I, like they'd just be like, well, is it worth? Yes. Do I want to? You know, I don't care. Who cares? Barbecue I, whenever you want. <laughs> yeah, we we have to think even for even in regards to the police officers, right? Like mm. I'm. Yeah. Um. Like if if I'm thinking about about my experience and I, and I'm kind of projecting that onto this group of black men who yeah. who well it's quite possibly have that same experience with the police mm-hmm. of nervousness yeah but I can also say that that police officer going down into their neighborhood is going to have a sense of nervousness too because yeah. he's his, had maybe some bad he had some bad or, interactions yeah. mm-hmm. with or he's he knows police officers who have yeah, bad interactions right. in that situation. And when you have these two groups of people who all have this sense of nervousness, like when mm. you're nervous, you do pretty crazy. Yeah, right. Like you don't behave like you normally behave sure. when you have this mm-hmm. sense of nervousness. And so there's a possibility that this thing is about to escalate to something that yeah, it good. would normally not mm. be because you have nervousness on both sides or you have yeah, um, distrust on both sides and over a barbecue. Yeah. Um, that's yeah, yeah. probably not you know, something to where I want to, yeah. to, to have a national incident, you yeah, know, yeah. over. So it's well, better to overlook that offense in my opinion yeah. than to, to cause something. And part of what you're saying is, is, you know, we want to, want to do what we can to avoid. Yeah. 
uh, escalating situations. Yes. Or, or, or we want to de-escalate situations right. if we can, right? And and if you think about it, I mean, that's the principle that Jesus is driving at, even oh, yeah. in Matthew 18. It's right, just start small, Jesus is saying. Yeah. Just go to the person. Right. And hopefully that will completely resolve the issue and it's yes. over, right? Only after time and prayer and, right, do, do you, you start other people? Do you start involving? It starts right. starts getting bigger. You know, I, I know that's not an exact parallel, but mm-hmm. but I do think I do think that principle of especially when we're you know again we're talking about con- confrontation, accusation, right? Yeah. If our goal in an accu if our goal in an accusation is to is to escalate or yeah. or whatever, it's never going to go well. Right. Right. I mean, right. that should never be the the goal. Yes. All right. So let me let me ask you. Let me. Uh, I think this is important. So when when a, a black person is falsely accused of something, yeah, kind of in all these different situations, how should they respond? So I would say, first of all, going back to some of these incidents, like I, I think one thing that we need to realize, and because what this does is these incidents play into how I'm going to respond in other situations that mm-hmm. I myself experience. Yeah. So I think what what black people minorities need to realize is that. Even though some of these things are caught on video, you still don't have the whole incident. That's good. Like, like people usually don't go into situations and hit record on their phone. Mm-hmm. Like, it's usually at some point that it's this already has escalated, escalated to mm-hmm. that, that you have already, you know, it's already bad. And then you start pressing record. Right. So you don't have all the information. So you shouldn't respond based upon what you're seeing and necessarily all these videos because you don't know what what Mm -hmm. what went on even before that but i would say in a in a more general sense um even though and and i and i get it i understand that there has been the the stigmas and the stereotypes that have gone on that that make us upset when Mm -hmm. whenever we are facing these false accusations of of things Mm -hmm. like if you're if you're used to being followed around in a store and then mm-hmm. you're walking out and somebody's asking you for a receipt because they what you think said you was may, a pretty common experience yeah, pretty, at time. Pretty when common experience mm-hmm. when I when I was growing up is like, OK, well, well, he he's possibly stealing. So we're not only are we going to follow him around the store, but we're going to ask him for a receipt. But we're not going to ask the, the white people who are leaving yeah. for a receipt. And so even in those situations, you you can't continue to carry that on like to the present. Like you can't like you can't immediately jump to anger in those situations like the the Bible calls us to be slow to anger. Right. Uh, Because anger does not it's not going to produce what what you right the righteousness of God. That's not an easy command. Right. It's not. It's not. not. I mean, there there is a, a, a room for righteous anger. Right. But but to have an anger that escalates to the point where you're trying to destroy the other person. Yeah. Like destroy not in the sense of even just physical harm, but destroy them to the point where you want to see them fired and and yeah, all yeah. that stuff. You don't, or you want the the store to be canceled and all. Like yeah, you yeah. don't necessarily have to go to that point. Like there there may be just a policy to where I need to check everybody's receipts, and you yeah. may have missed the fact that they yeah. did check the everybody else's receipts. Or yeah, I mean like there could even be like let's say, and I'm just I'm making stuff up. Yeah. Uh, but I mean let's say the policy is not check everybody's receipt. Right. But the policy is check random receipts. Yes. And so you just happen to be the random black person right. that they check that day. Yeah. And it feels like, well, <laughs> why'd you check in that white guy and that white guy? You, you know, right. but they're saying, well, we're just doing rent. I mean. I know I know at Walmart, like at Walmart, they uh, they had a policy to where they checked unbagged 
people who had unbagged sure. items, they checked their receipts. I never bagged my toilet paper and paper towels because they're they're bigger, right? Yeah, right. And so at first I was thinking, hey, this is this seems kind of suspicious, <laughs> right? But then I, I realized that everybody who had unbagged mm, items, they yes. were checking. Okay. Everybody who had bagged items, no matter what, what color they were, they weren't checking. And so I just got to the point where I just had my receipt out when I was walking out the store. But, you know, some of these things is like, um, yeah, don't carry that anger over from incidents that you've seen on, on social media, TV or whatever. Mm. Don't or, or even previous incidents yeah, that you've life, had yeah. in your own life. It's not necessary that you carry those things over. I mean, mm. we are called to not respond in anger, right? Um, to give people the benefit of the doubt, even lead with uh, grace. Lead with grace, right? Yeah, we're, we're called to do that. So we don't want to go into these situations um, with those things in mind. But there, there are other situations to where, um, when I think about like the the Trayvon Martin situation, or even the the Ahmad Arbery situation, where you have people coming towards you with guns, mm. and it's like, what what in the world do you do in that situation when mm. you have people trying to, uh, well, they they're coming with a false accusation. Right. But now they have guns yeah. to try to um, stop me by right. whatever For, force means you to necessary. Comply. Right. I mean, you, you see, we don't have any video of Trayvon Martin, but we see where Ahmad Arbery, he tries to get get away from him, right? Yeah. He tries Takes to off run running around and then tries to grab the right. gun. And, but then, yeah. you know, they get into a, a fight and he gets shot. So so what do you do in, in those situations? I mean, you can try to de-escalate, but if they yeah. are in the... In the um, have the mindset of I'm going to stop you by whatever means necessary. Right. I, I mean, that's just a, a really hard situation. Yeah. You're, you're going to go into one or two modes, fight or flight. Yeah. And, and, and that's really just hard for, um, hard to do. And then there are times where you things, situations don't deserve a response, right? Yeah. <laughs> situations don't need a response at all. Like Obama, you know, releasing his birth certificate. I mean, he probably was right at the beginning to not give a response. Right. I mean, there, there were there were situations to where people made accusations against Jesus. He didn't give a response. I mean, that's right. that's part of uh, mm -hmm. you know his, his experience is like they're they're hurling false accusations at him. I mean, he doesn't give a response. Yeah. I mean, he knows they're not true, mm -hmm. and he knows what he what he came here for. Right. But I mean, you just have to be you have to be prepared for um, these situations. But I think we have to go into these situations with the mindset that I'm going to to lead with grace. Mm. I'm going to try to de-escalate this situation and yeah. not make it something that it does not need to be. And I'm just not going to assume the worst or bring in my, my you know, previous experience into mm. these situations. Right. Yeah. That's good. Good, good, good. So yeah. what's our, uh, so uh, what's our, what's our resource for today? Resource for today is an article from Christianity Today, uh, it's titled, Here's the Best Way to Deal with False Accusations Against okay. You. Good, and good. So it kind of underscores some of the things we have already discussed here today and um, right. explains how Christians should deal with these mm -hmm. false accusations. Yeah. Right. And I, I mean, I think one of the resources, too, that we would, I mean, obviously, you know, passages of Scripture that really encourage humility yeah you know uh because that's that's really the hard right it's the you know and and uh, you know understanding because leading with grace requires humility and not not right. treating every you know not treating every, somebody based on a past experience that you had that that requires humility uh 
when when you have an accusation against somebody and you you feel like it's right but maybe it's wrong you need to have humility and realize that you know what I could be I could be wrong on this right yeah. and so I think I think obviously the scriptures are always a good resource, but, right. but yeah, particularly helpful in these. Okay, so let's uh, we had, we know that. Hold on, I missed it, Kenny. I was going to do a real cool cool way that I was going to do this, but here we go. <laughs> so I was going to do it real quick and be like, you know what that sound means, yes, but it took right. me like fifteen seconds yeah. to get the sound. We're going to get it uh, down. We're, we're going to get, get down. Down there. <laughs> We're getting there, though. Okay, yeah. so what that question means, or what that sound means, is it's time for our crazy question. Uh, and our crazy question for today, in light of our what we've been talking about, is, Kenny, have you ever been falsely accused? Oh, yeah. All right, yeah. let's, let's so, hear, I mean, let's hear an example <laughs> there's of... There's some... Uh... <laughs> There's some funny ways in which. Okay, I mean, let's we, hear. Yeah, all, normally we're a little bit lighter in this section. Yes, in this we segment. try to be lighter. So, <laughs> so let's hear kind of a, a funnier, a funny one. I mean, so there, there's always the incident where somebody uh, deals it, and, and and you smell you smell it. Oh like, my right? goodness! <laughs> like I can't whoever you're talking about this. <laughs> Now it sounds like we're at my house. Whoever smelt it, Delta my boys. Type situation, yeah. right? Yeah, my boys are blaming each right. other. They you blaming did each it. other. You did it. Like they're blaming daddy. They're blaming mama. Yeah. They're blaming everybody. Right. Right. Yeah. Nobody's mm. done it, but everybody <laughs> smells it. Somebody yes. did it. Lots of false but accusations. There's a lot of false accusations going on when you yes. when you uh, <laughs> when it comes to that type stuff. Yes. Right. Okay. That's good. That's right. good. Um. Any was there a particular moment like where you were falsely accused? Oh man, I, I mean, like in classes and stuff yeah, like class. that. You, you, uh, it's never good. Blaming Kenny. Let it go. It's like, Kenny King. Kenny did it. Kenny did it. Because you know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't usually wasn't going to get in too much trouble if I did it. Or, oh, that's or right. Was, you, you right. had the, you had privilege. Yeah, you? a little bit of privilege going on that, in school. Right. So we just um, gonna, gonna say Kenny did it and right. Get it, everybody get out of it. Nice. <laughs> what nice. about you, man? Okay. You're very falsely accused. Yes. I, I, there was this time when I was a kid, uh, I think I was in sixth grade. Uh, a lot happened to me in sixth grade. Anyway, uh, I was in sixth grade and I got into kind of a scuffle type thing on the, on the playground. I really don't mm. even remember it being that big of a deal, you know? Yeah. And so like, you know, we were just me and a couple of kids and, and we were probably playing football or playing something, you know, and. Uh, you, you know, I said something to him, but like it was nothing, you know, I, or, <laughs> uh-huh. at least I thought so. Right. Yeah. And so the next day I get called to the office and the teacher, you know, the principal, you know, and I was a pretty good kid. So I didn't get called to the office a whole lot. It wasn't like that was a normal <laughs> right. thing for me. William was um, always in the office. That's right. Um, but the, the principal is like, you know, we heard that you threatened this particular student and oh, threatened man. to hurt Come them on, or whatever. Man. And I was like, I was like, what? Like, I don't, <laughs> like what happened? Like, I didn't threaten anybody. You right. Know? And then the, what was funny about it is I'm like, what kind of a threat am I? Right. Right. <laughs> like the kids probably like, like a foot taller this than me. Totally. Right? Me, right? Like, I'm like, what am I, what am I like? Why, why are people scared of any right. thing that I would say? But, so, uh, so anyway, we had to work through it. Uh, there was obviously some misunderstanding and yes. miscommunication, and we were able to figure it out. I don't think I actually got into any trouble there because I think it was just an issue of miscommunication. Right. But I do remember sitting in the principal's office, and of course, you know, I mean, justice police, man, I was, oh, I was man. fired up because yes. I was like, look, <laughs> if I did something wrong, call me to the office and get me in trouble. Right. But if I didn't do something wrong, nope. all right, I'm, I'm not going I'm, down. That's not happening. Yes. So. 
All right. Well, good stuff. Uh, Hopefully we can uh, deal with accusations, false accusations. Hopefully we can understand how to handle those correctly. I hope that that's been an encouragement discussion to you guys, and we will see you next week. See ya. Thanks so much for listening to the Diversity and Fellowship Podcast. If you want to join the discussion, please send us your questions and your comments to diversityandfellowship at gmail.com. That's diversityandfellowship at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you. Until next time, keep laboring by God's grace to be a faithful display of how the power of the gospel unites us in Christ.